Hello, this is Megan Liebman, and today we'll be mapping nettles on the 15-minute matrix. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix Special Nutrition Therapy Series, where we dive into the approaches, practices, dietary theories, healing foods, and herbs that have been used in the most successful practices around the globe and throughout history. I'm Andrea Nakayama, functional medicine nutritionist and your host. The 15-Minute Matrix is the podcast that brings you bite-sized insights and lessons, which highlight the most important tool in functional medicine and functional nutrition, and that's the functional matrix. The functional nutrition matrix reminds us of three very important factors in clinical care. Everything is connected, we are all unique, and all things matter. Be sure to head over to this episode's show notes at 15minutematrix.com if you'd like to see today's topic mapped on a downloadable matrix to remind you of these critical aspects of care. Today on the 15 Minute Matrix, we have Megan Liebman back to the mic for our monthly deep dive into one beloved herb. And today we're going to explore herbal medicine and nettles. Megan, certified functional nutritionist and lifestyle practitioner, masters in human nutrition and functional medicine, and certified holistic health counselor, works as a guide to help each person cultivate their physiological and spiritual nourishment through her work with botanical medicine, functional nutrition, food, supplemental therapies, and lifestyle modifications. And Megan is one of the lead nutritionists in my clinic and instructors in our programs here at the Functional Nutrition Alliance, and she'll be joining me to share her herbal wisdom. Hey, Megan, welcome back to the 15-Minute Matrix. Hi, Andrea. I'm happy to be here. Well, I know we're both excited about today's herbal topic. It is nettles. What comes to mind for you when you think about nettles, Megan? So many things. Well, the first one is, and I was just sharing this with you and kind of joking about how talking about nettles is like talking about one of my best friends and allies that I've had for so many years and trying to sum her up in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly impossible. Nearly impossible, but totally doable. And the other thing that pops into my head that I just wanted to briefly share is my introduction to nettles was when I was probably 13 years old. And I grew up in a very small cow town in Enumclaw, Washington. And a friend of mine had a four-wheeler and we were right. And I was just barreling on this four-wheeler going really fast and completely crashed it into a giant oh. patch of nettles. And my whole body was pretty severely stung. <laughs> like it was, it's funny that that was my first introduction. And I was so angry at nettle for a long time. And then uh, when I became an herbalist, I was like, how can I be mad at you? <laughs> yeah, it's true. So that's because they're stinging nettles and they do sting. I know that one of my introductions to nettles was getting sort of a, I don't want to say a beating, but like using it to actually bring the immune system, heighten the immune system to a certain area of the body because that sting will activate the immune response because they do sting. You don't want to just pick them up with your 
bare hands or fall into any <laughs> patch of them because they will sting. But they don't sting when you eat them. They are like some of our first blooms in the spring. Isn't that right? It is. Yeah. The way, you know, if you were to talk about what nettle is, so the scientific name for nettle is Urtica dioica. And it's always important because oftentimes I will get questions. Recently, there was one, is bull nettle the same as stinging nettle? And anytime you have a question about whether or not a plant is the same, just looking at the scientific name is often a really good hmm indicator because you know common names there's a million names for for the various types of herbs and plants that we use but the scientific name is universal so even when i was traveling in argentina i was able to speak about nettle with its scientific name and know that i was actually consuming the same plant <laughs> right so stingy nettle is what i like to consider a spring tonic hmm. it's the first vegetable that pops up and presents itself to us after a long winter. The way I love thinking about nettle and talking to people about nettle is it really helps to clean out the body after winter and is ultimately prepping us for the year ahead. It's a powerful liver and kidney cleanser. And when we think about the winter diet, it just tends to be heavier. I mean, right. I know for me, I'm eating a lot of stew and I'm eating a lot more meat and root vegetables. And it's not that the root vegetables are acidic, but any diet that's going to be heavier in meat is going to be more acidic. And nettles are extremely alkalizing. Hmm. So by bringing nettle into the diet via tea and via food, you're actually purifying your body and getting it ready for the whole you know, next season, next seasons that are that are coming. Mm, I love that. I'm I'm actually looking at some old writing of mine from a class I taught. This is way back when. I think before we even knew each other, Megan called weeds and wisdom, Ooh. and uh, I really highlighted nettles. And I wrote, nettles are a kidney tonic with diuretic properties that allow for the release of water soluble toxins. They provide relief from allergies that may plague us in the spring because they improve our resistance to pollens and molds, and nettles enrich the blood and ameliorate high blood pressure levels. From a Chinese medicine perspective, they build overall qi or energy flow in the bodies, and nettles are an adrenal tonic, boosting our ability to handle the stressors that life presents with more vigor and equanimity. How'd I do? You did great. The one thing that you didn't put in there is that it's also really good for blood sugar. Mm -hmm. Really, really good for blood sugar. And yeah, you nailed it. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> they also, I think I was talking about earlier that getting the blood flow to the area, that also helps with circulation, right? Yep, with, it could help with arthritic pain. Yeah, the fla flagellation. So mm, that's the word I was yep. looking for. Not, I didn't get a beating. I got flagellated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which it could, sounds like so many things. Um, <laughs> <It's true. laughs> but <laughs> if you don't know what flagellation is, it's where you are essentially in, you know, many terms, like smacking and beating the, the an area of the body and waking it up. So nettles, the leaves and the stems have tons upon tons upon tons of little tiny hairs. And it's those little hairs that are the stingers, and they are full of what's called formic acid. 
So it's that formic acid that when it touches the skin, that's what creates the sting. But when you're you're performing that flagellation, it's ultimately just kind of waking that area up. So it's really good for arthritis. If you have arthritic joints, it's not my husband's favorite, but I like this. <laughs> I will because he has such, he works with his hands every day as a woodworker and I will smack his hands with nettle this time of year. And it actually really, really can help to just soothe and kind of wake up those joints and move everything that's in there out of out of the joints. Yeah. So with muscle pain, arthritic pain, even sciatica, it seems like varicose veins, even getting that circulation going around that area can be beneficial with that whacking or flagellation. Yes, 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 yes. So that's the formic acid. And I believe nettles also contain a chemical compound called caffeic malic acid. And I don't know, maybe you're more familiar with that than I am, Megan. But that compound is known to inhibit inflammation by stopping a series of steps that induce the release of histamine. So it could also help with that overproduction of a histamine. Yes response. My favorite herb to bring in for anybody who, you know, histamine intolerance is a pretty big topic these days. But anyone who is struggling with histamine intolerance, anyone who is struggling with seasonal allergies, freeze-dried nettles and quercetin is Mm. a very, very powerful and potent tonic to get into your system. And the thing with nettles that I think a lot of people don't realize is Because they grow in the spring, it's a natural thing to want to start taking them in the spring. But if you're working for those antihistamine properties and working or working with it to heal seasonal allergies, you got to start like in the fall. You've got to get them in your system because when do a lot of seasonal allergies happen? I mean, I know for me, they're they're happening pretty much starting right now with this beautiful sunny weather we're having. Right in the spring. Yep. So we want to get it into the system and working with the system as much as possible, even before the spring. So that's where every year I harvest a lot of nettle. So I live, I'm very lucky I live right next to a creek and I have a giant nettle patch. So I'm going out there all the time. I transplant nettle into my garden. It's very easy to transplant and I'm drying it. I'm juicing it where I'll make nettle ice cubes and then freezing those ice cubes so I can continually be adding them into my food. And once it's dried, I powder it and Mm. I'm adding it to everything that I possibly can. So, and that's what, and I really struggle with allergies. So that's something that works really well for me. I really love that. And I want to get into more of the uses of the nettle. And when it comes to herbs, I think, you know, like it's not my area of expertise, which is why I come to you, but I do have a love of nettles as well. So your best friend is my best friend. And (laughs) I know that, um, One of the things we've kind of moved throughout the matrix, but one of the things we didn't talk about was the gut. And you did talk about nettles being a tonic. And it's also a digestive tonic, as I understand it. It can help with the inflammation that we may have in the intestines that leads to IBS or contributes to or stems from leaky gut. And that's because of those potent anti-inflammatories But like you were saying, when we include the nettles with the quercetin, we even amplify the effects of the nettles on digestive function. 
completely. And with digestion, nettle's a very astringent herb. So it you can think of it as tightening. So it's going to tighten things up. So it has very astringent tannins, and that's what can protect the gut lining from irritation and infection. When it comes to digestion, nettles can also help to relieve gastritis. It can help with peptic ulcers. It can help with acid reflux, as well as diarrhea. And then also just to, you know, I always like to keep the the liver in the digestive system area to stick, keep with full body systems, nettle really stimulates the liver. It also mm-hmm. stimulates the kidney, but it is a big liver stimulant. And oftentimes people go straight for milk thistle or right. organ grapefruit or dandelion root. There's so many beautiful liver herbs that are out there, but we forget about nettle. And nettle is such a powerful herb that can be used as food. That's the thing that I love most about it is because personally, when it comes to working with clients, I am not trying to overload people with too many herbs and supplements to take. What can we be doing to bring food in? You can bring nettle in. That's going to really stimulate the liver to help clear out the toxins that are in the body. Mm, That's so good. Let's talk about food because we talked about those stingers, but those stingers are pretty easily deactivated, right? We don't need to be fearful no. of them. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Wear gloves unless you, you know, something, Susan Weed, she's a pretty famous herbal elder. She does say that you can talk to the nettles and they won't mm-hmm. sting you. I haven't figured out that language yet. I will be totally real. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I, I, I wink, wink to everybody. I think Megan does know that language. <laughs> She's a horse and weed whisperer. Uh, it's true. But the nettle, if you do, if you forget gloves and you want to harvest nettle, if you pinch really hard, but you got to go like you got to kind of squish down those hairs and it's a fast action. That is one way to do it. But the moment you basically get nettles wet with water, the hairs deactivate and the formic acid is uh, neutralized so they won't sting anymore. It's pretty easy. The moment you dry them, if you hang them up to dry, it usually takes about two to three days for them to dry. As soon as they're dry, you're not going to feel the formic acid. So basically, the moment you use any type of processing in food, the formic acid is deactivated and they won't sting you anymore. So we could use it then if we're thinking about food. I've cooked it like spinach or any other mild tasting green in the springtime. I've used it in smoothies and juices. I I don't harvest my own nettles, but I can get it at the farmer's market or the co-ops and usually it'll be in a bag and I'll just use like tongs to put it into the blender or into the pot after washing it under water. What else can we do? I love nettles in my smoothies and Mm -hmm. juices because I just feel so alive. Well, it's that chlorophyll. They're Mm. so rich in chlorophyll and they're so rich in so many different minerals. And they're actually a really good source of protein Mm. and iron as well. So right now I am working very, very closely with nettles for multiple reasons for my own health. And I make a big witch's brew bone broth every week. And now that nettle season is here, I'm throwing copious amounts of nettles into my bone broth as well to get those extra, you know, iron rich properties and extra minerals in there. 
one thing I want to say, it's you definitely can use it in place of spinach, but it has a very different texture than spinach. I always like mm-hmm. to warn people with that. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Nothing has a texture like spinach. Totally. Throw it into broths. I, like I said, I powder it and sometimes I'll throw the powder into my smoothies or just on top of food. I make tinctures out of it. It's a very easy herb to tincture. One of the strongest most powerful ways to extract the minerals out of nettles is to make a vinegar with it. Mm. So you just will take fresh nettles, you fill the jar, press them down with the tongs because this is going to be raw. So this is a place where they would sting you. And then you cover the nettles with apple cider vinegar. You make sure that the herbs are completely submerged in the vinegar And then you'll want to take a cloth basically and put a rubber band over it because you don't want to put metal on there because the vinegar will corrode the metal. Mm -hmm. But, you know, let that steep for three to four weeks and you have got yourself such a rich mineral dense vinegar that you can use on salads. You can use anywhere. Like I'll just add it. That's usually my apple cider vinegar to support my stomach acid during this time of year is the nettle vinegar. Mm. And it's delicious. It's so good. And it's so easy to make. So we're talking about the use of the fresh nettle, which we might not all have access to. We might live in a place, I mean, we're lucky to live in a place where even if I'm not harvesting nettle, I can get it at the farmer's market or my co-op, right? Like there's nettle because there's that awareness, whereas it might be thought of as a weed in some parts of the country that aren't honoring its curative properties. So if that's the case and we can't get our hands on fresh nettles to make the vinegars or the smoothies or hang it up and dry ourselves, do we use dried powdered or dried flake? What? What? Where do we go next? You can use both. <laughs> All of the above. And I do, I, I, I meant to cover this at the beginning because I always like to talk about what parts of the plants are usable. And For nettles, we've been talking about using the aerial parts. So we've been talking about working more with the stems and the leaves. For everything that we have covered in this matrix today, we are talking about the aerial parts. The roots are also medicinal, and those are used for benign prosthetic hyperplasia. So very well-researched, tons of information And oftentimes I get this question, do I use the leaves or the roots? What's the difference? And the roots are pretty specific for prostate issues in men. So if if you have somebody coming in who is struggling with their prostate, the root specifically is important. And oftentimes I'll have clients come in and say, well, I've been working with nettle and it's not doing anything. But then we do a little deeper digging and I see that they're working with nettle, the aerial parts. That's so interesting, Megan, because I know in full body systems in the urinary intensive, I talk about my my dad's no longer alive, but he had BPH. And I talked about his formula that I had made for him with saw palmetto and nettles. And when he would try something over the counter, he would have inflammation again. It wouldn't work. So he would only take the capsules that I would have made for him mm-hmm. at the herb shop. And maybe that was the difference. And I just didn't Likely even know so. it. Yeah, it was likely so. Because I think I helped you formulate that capsule. And it was definitely nettle root that we were were working with. So yeah, so that is one thing to always pay attention to. So I just want to clear that up for everybody. What we're talking about thus far, aside from the BPH, has been 
the aerial parts. And when it comes to working with the aerial parts, so the the stems and the leaves, you can get them dried. You can get powders from Mountain Rose Herbs. You can get the dried leaf from Mountain Rose Herbs. Their products are pretty fresh, in all honesty. So I, I do trust their products. You can get it at the store. Over the counter, my favorite quercetin and nettle supplement, I believe, comes from Wild Harvest. It has a purple lid. That's a really good one. They're freeze-dried nettles. I personally like the Designs for Health quercetin and nettle product. I take that religiously every day, as does my husband. And once you have the leaf in your hand, practice making tea. Now, I like to decoct my nettle leaves. So what that means is oftentimes the aerial parts of plants, you're, you're going to be working with an infusion, which is you boil the water, pour the water over the leaves, and you let it steep for 10 minutes. That's a simple infusion. A decoction is where you place the plant material into a pot with the water, bring to a gentle boil, and then kick it down to a simmer for 20 minutes. And that just extracts those minerals a little bit more. So if you can work with a decoction, that's an awesome thing to do. You're gonna get a you're gonna get more bang for your buck in in working with the nettles. Mm, so many good, uh, juicy details and practical tips, Megan. I know you could talk forever about nettles, and I would love to do that at some point. But if there was anything else that you feel like you didn't share that you want to make sure folks know about nettles, what would that be? Get it in your food. Play with it. Don't be afraid of it. It's mineral rich. It's delicious. Make the vinegars, add it to your soups, add it to your smoothies, make the juices of it. It is such a versatile, beautiful plant that I really, truly believe is a gift of the spring. It's the first thing that pops up. It's the first vegetable, and it can be a true ally for anyone who's wanting to just clear anything out post-winter. I'm ready to go make some vinegar and drink it up every day. Thank you so much, Megan, for joining us again and sharing such herbal wisdom. My pleasure. Thank you. The 15-Minute Matrix is brought to you by me, Andrea Nakayama, and the Functional Nutrition Alliance. Check out the latest in functional nutrition at functionalnutritionlab.com forward slash blog. The 15-Minute Matrix is produced, mixed, and edited by Rowan Bradley with production support from Natalie Merrill and the team at the Functional Nutrition Alliance. You can find episodes on all kinds of topics with more incredible guests at our podcast website, 15minutematrix.com. And if you'd like to be notified each time there's a new podcast episode by email, head on over to 15minutematrix.com forward slash notify. Also, please feel free to get in touch with us. We would love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, and who you'd like to hear next on the podcast. You can email us at ask at 15minutematrix.com. 